You are now listening to the Living Numbers Podcast. This is the Living Numbers Podcast, and I am your host, Tony Rambles. Now, Thank y'all for sticking with me. I've been sick. As you can see, my voice is not what it normally is. But I go, you know what? I've been out for too long. I got to get this thing back going. I've been trying to wait till my voice comes back. You know, it's it's that time of year. I haven't been in protocols or anything like that. Okay, don't get worried. But, you know, the weather's changing. It's getting cold. And these things happen. But enough about getting sick. Guess what you have to do? You got to go rate and review. Wherever you're listening to this at, go rate and review. If you're watching this on YouTube, drop a like. Subscribe. It helps the channel. We're growing this thing. We're getting better and better step by step. Thank you all for your support. Rate, review, drop a like, subscribe, follow. Right now. I'll give you five seconds. Two. Three. For thank you, you're awesome. Wherever you are, wherever you're listening, this is the Living Numbers Podcast, and I am your host, Tony Rambles. And today, it's time to talk some sports. Now, if you're watching this, you will see that I've got my Michigan bracelet on, I'm wearing my blue and my yellow and my white, my amazing blue. Because we're on our way to the playoff. Yes. It is our time. It's our time. I originally was going to record this like right before the Ohio State game. That just shows you how long I've been like battling. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. They've got a pretty good offense. CJ Stroud is legit. That offense is legit, but they could not handle our defense. Go blue. So we're headed to the playoff. I think that I think that Alabama beating Georgia might get them to number one, but Michigan was number two and we didn't lose. And we also beat Iowa, who was ranked as well. So, I think your top three easy is going to be Alabama, Michigan, and Cincinnati. They all took care of business. But number four, there's going to be a case to be made for Georgia. There's going to be a case to be made for Notre Dame. Those are the two teams where they're going to have to make a decision. Like, are we going to do what we always do and throw in the second SEC team or... Are they going to say, well, dang, like Georgia didn't really, didn't really play anybody, right? So when they did play a stiff competitor, Alabama, we all saw how that game looked. It was ugly from the start. From the start, you got to have a quarterback. You just do. Or you have to have a lights-out defense with a lights-out running game. But then if you're going up against Alabama, I mean, they're Alabama. There is a reason why you don't doubt this team. 
it was like Greg Popovich with Tim Duncan and the Spurs. It's like, you just pencil them in. No, pen, highlighter, magic marker them in. They're going to be there, right? But you you looked at this year and you go, mm, I don't know, there's some slippage. And they're still not the dominant team that they normally are. But, man, I love watching Bryce Young. Bryce Young is legit. He would be number one. He would be drafted number one if he was eligible to, to go to the draft this year. But he's not. But I'm going to enjoy watching him for however long he stays at Alabama. So, I, I think Michigan is going to get jumped. Honestly, I don't. I just got a feeling they'll be number two. Alabama will be number one. Cincinnati will be number three. And then whoever is left out of Georgia and Notre Dame, whoever they pick, because Oklahoma State lost their game to freaking Baylor, and they're out. So we'll see. Georgia or Notre Dame, like who will it be? And hopefully I get this out before the rankings are out so we'll actually be able to see, like, dang, who's in? All right, so I guess our first number has to be four. Retroactively, it's got to be four because you got a 14 playoff. Michigan won, go blue. We beat freaking Ohio State for the first time in like eight years, the second time in like 17 years. It's been tough. And I got this one student in my class. She's always wearing Ohio State stuff. She's like, oh, look at me. Hey, when's the last time y'all won? I'm like, all right, you know, hey, hey, we're going to see what's up. And then we smacked them. So I've been giving her a hard time. Shout out to you. You know who you are. And, uh, yeah, go blue. So for our second number and basically our next topic here, our number is going to be number one. Why? Because the freaking Warriors are just smashing people. And they're number one in our NBA power rankings. And Steph Curry is also number one in MVP voting right now. I mean, if there was a vote. He's the leading runner in the clubhouse, so to speak. The Warriors are number one. They're top five in offense, top five in defense. Right now, as I'm recording this on Sunday night, the Warriors are number two in offensive rating, number one in defensive rating, and number six in pace. Number one in net rating. Steph Curry is killing it. They're doing great things. And they've had one of the easiest schedules in the league. So that is something to look out for, right? Of course, Curry is amazing, right? He's amazing. But there are some things where I look at this team and I go, hmm. In the playoffs, it's different. It's a different animal in the playoffs. And you got to have like top tier talent. Like top, top tier. And if you don't have two superstars, then you have to have like, you got your one superstar, which is Steph. And then you have to have like high level role players. Like you can't have a hole anywhere. And I look at that Raptors team that won. They had Kawhi, who was a super. Was still a superstar when he comes back, and they had high-level role players like Lowry, like Siakam, who are both all-stars. Like um, freaking Van Vliet was a killer on that team. OG 
So they had high-level role players, and I don't think the Warriors have been tested in that way because we don't know until they get to the playoffs. Now, Clay's coming back. You still got Draymond, who's a superstar in his role, but it's just kind of like this team doesn't fit the profile of a championship team. You usually got to have at least two stars. And then you kind of fill it in around them. And one of those stars is like a big wing, like a LeBron, like a Kawhi, like a Giannis. Uh, you got a guy like that. And they don't. But they have like, they have Steph Curry who is, he's a superstar in his own way. Like he does it way different than anybody else has ever done it. So obviously you can never count the Warriors out. They're awesome. Uh, number two in the power rankings are the Suns. I think they're a good matchup against the Warriors. And they've got Chris Paul and they've got Devin Booker, who are both great. But DeAndre Ayton is going to be huge this year. He's already killing it. Uh, I wouldn't worry about the contract. Even if somebody maxes him, guess what? They're going to match it, and then he'll be there for the next three years anyway. The Suns have also had one of the weakest schedules in the league thus far. Them and the Warriors are two and three in easiest schedule. So that is something to keep an eye out on. Brooklyn, 14 and six as I record this. Kevin Durant is amazing. He is number two in MVP voting. You can never count Brooklyn out because they have Kevin Durant. And that brings me to another thing that I want to talk about, the fouls. The new foul rules, I love it. Love it, love it, love it. I'm from Detroit, Michigan. All I, I grew up playing defense first and foremost. Now, they have eliminated the BS files. The Trey Young with the butt out and the James Harden ripped through. That garbage is gone. And those guys are having to adjust. Harden, Tatum, Dane, even Trey Young. And this brings more defense. And I'm glad for that. Defense is had been marginalized so much, but now it is making a comeback. So I'm grateful for the new file changes, for the rules, how the refs are calling it. That is freaking awesome. No more bullcrap fouls. Go try to score. And if you get fouled on the way to the bucket, then we'll call it. Like Joel Embiid still shoots a lot of free throws. Jimmy Butler still shoots a lot of free throws. Because those guys are not looking for fouls. They're not foul hunting. They're going to get buckets. Guess what? You're going to have to foul me to stop me. Giannis still shooting a lot of free throws. So, I love the fouls that are no longer being called. And these guys are going to have to adjust, which they're all great players. They will. Jason Tatum still takes the worst shots in the league. I said this last year around All-Star break. Everything he does is a step back. A fadeaway, a sidestep. Jason Tatum, you are too good to be taking these bad shots. Get to the rack. The Stuart LeBron thing, it was all blown out of proportion. I'm late on that one, but eh. If Stuart wanted to do something, he had the opportunity. He got in his face, then they got to held him back, and then he went crazy. I love that video, like with the Stone Cold Steve Austin music comes in behind them and they're showing him like knocking people over that was awesome that was one of the great videos that i saw over the past week or so miami heat 
They're great on defense. The offense is still really good. That team's going to be um, a problem for everyone. No matter who you go against, the Miami Heat is going, they're going to show up. So I want to see that team in the playoffs. Milwaukee, Giannis is amazing. That team's always going to be in it. They're number five right now in the power rankings. The freaking Chicago Bulls are the surprise really good team. I thought that they would be good coming in because I talked about it on the uh, NBA preview podcast. And they are showing up. Caruso and Lonzo Ball are hooping. Those guys are an issue in the backcourt. Now, will this team keep this up? I don't know. I can't wait to see Patrick Williams get back. Uh, That probably won't be until next year. But Chicago is doing their thing. They're number six in the power rankings right now. And everybody loves Caruso. Jazz, don't care. Wizards, they're a surprise team. Big surprise. The Wizards are one of the teams that are outperforming greatly what people predicted in the beginning. So, it's nice to see the Wizards kind of put it together. Their defense has slipped, but it looks like they'll be hanging around for a while. Luka is still great, but Dallas, they have to get better. We're moving on. They're number nine. The Clippers, eh, 11-9. I didn't think they would be great this year anyway. We'll see. Moving on. Boston Celtics, they clearly have chemistry issues. When Marcus Mark came out and said that Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum don't want to pass the ball, that's a problem. you got to have willing passers, and if you don't have a willing passer, then you got to have a real point guard. And Schroeder is not that. I would have loved to see like a guy like Ricky Rubio on his team, but he's freaking wasting away in, on the Cavs for whatever reason. Boston, number 11. Eh, they'll probably hang around middle of the pack all year. Love the Hornets. Love LaMelo Ball. He is uh, always in the passing lanes. He is top 10 in deflections. So that shows the guy is savvy, getting in the passing lanes, getting steals. And he is amazing on offense, how he passes the ball. Everybody wants to do it now. This team has to get better on defense. Their defense stinks. It's number 24 in defensive rating. They're number 12, but everybody likes the Hornets. Joel Embiid is an MVP candidate. He's going to be great. They're going to be fine, but they need to trade Ben Simmons. Yo, just get off this guy. Just let him go. Get rid of him. I would trade him to freaking Washington. All those guys got they got over there, try to package them and get some of those high-level role players. They're number 13 in the power rankings. The Knicks, I do not care. I don't like the Knicks. I don't like their players. But they're effective. They're 11 to none in number 14. Lena Hawks, Trey Young, middle of the pack. What happened to this team? I don't know. They have expectations, though. Everybody's looking like, hmm, what are the Hawks going to do? We'll see. But Trey Young's not getting all those fouls. So there you go. Cavaliers, I really liked the Cavaliers and their young talent with Garland and Sexton. But Injuries have cost them. Mobley is a monster. That's going to cost them losing him as well. And I think that this team is really going to slip with those guys out. 
Uh, I talked about Mobley at the beginning of the season as one of the rookies that I wasn't really sure of, and I didn't want the Rockets to draft him, and they didn't. So let's talk about rookies. These are some things I wrote down. Jalen Green, super explosive. This guy can jump out the gym. We all knew that. He will be able to score. He will win a scoring title. He will, 100%. K. Cunningham, steady. He's got to find his footing. He relies on getting his teammates involved. So if you don't have great teammates, that's going to make you look worse. But I think K. Cunningham is great. He is figuring it out. And I'm not worried about him at all. Love the Pistons, but they're, I think they're underperforming just a little bit based on last year. Duarte, overlooked, mature, hooper. Love Chris Duarte on the Indiana Pacers. If you haven't seen Chris Duarte, go check him out. He's steady. Kind of reminds me of Kay Cunningham, light, but he likes to score a little bit more than assist the ball. Scotty Barnes, better, better than advertised. I did not know Scotty Barnes would be this good, but he is offensively. And defensively, he is a menace. I already talked about Evan Mobley. I think that he could be a superstar. I underrated him 100%. Shingun, I have seen him in person when they played the Phoenix Suns. I like Shingun's skill. Like he's not going to blow you away with his explosiveness, but it kind of reminds me of like a, a Jokic kind of player. Where this guy's really skilled. He knows how to use his body and leverage. His footwork is amazing. He can shoot it a little bit. He can do a little bit of everything. So Shingun on the Rockets. If you haven't seen him, go check him out. Davion Mitchell is a great defender. As great as advertised. I mean, go watch him in clips on Damian Lillard. He is freaking all over that guy. Davion Mitchell is going to be... He's not Marcus Smart because Marcus Smart is definitely bigger than him, but that infectious attitude on defense and also providing some offensive pop at times, that's kind of what he reminds me of. So those are the rookies I have written down. Those guys are good. Minnesota Timberwolves, they're 10-10. Their defensive rating, they're 10th in the league. Minnesota, are they actually doing something? Are they making a move finally? I don't know. I hope so. But you know who is a monster? Freaking Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards is, he's got this confidence. Like, yo, I belong in the league. He had that last year as a rookie. This year has only gotten better. He's one of those guys that's also like a, a really good, like, NBA 2K player. He's one of those guys that's going to be like a 95 in two years. Yeah, Anthony Edwards, he's another guy that will win a scoring title. I want to see him look really good on defense. That's where I want to see him really figure it out. Uh, He's got some ways to go as a playmaker, but as far as scoring the basketball, this guy is fearless. He is fearless. Him and Ja kind of have that same... Like, I'm going to try this, and it can work because of who I am. They got that same, like, F you guys. I belong here, and I'm going to be a star. Neil O'Shea's fire. 
I'm not going to talk about the Blazers. They're not going anywhere. They're not good enough. They need to trade everybody. Go get Ben Simmons. They're number 18 in the power rankings. Number 19 is the Los Angeles Lakers, sitting at 11 and 11. <laughs> Pretty much middle of the pack. Russell Westbrook and LeBron James, do they work? That's a great question. I'm not ready to give up on it yet. I know it looks bad. It's ugly. Their net rating is a negative as far as the team as a whole. But you got to understand, like, it takes time to learn how to play with Russell Westbrook. And he always looks better in the second half once the team learns how to play around him. And I think there's still some upside with this team. Now, the playoffs are going to be interesting. Anthony Davis, where are you? What the heck? Where's AD? Everybody was like, this is his year. Like, he's supposed to be the guy this year. LeBron's going to have to take a little bit of a step back. LeBron is no longer invincible. Okay, but he's still great, obviously. But, yo, AD, where are you, man? You got to step up. The Lakers need you to be their top player. If Anthony Davis plays like the Lakers' best player, there's still going to be a problem because people still don't have an answer for we got Anthony Davis and we got LeBron James. Who do you have that can do something with that? I don't think anybody has an answer for that still. However, those guys got to be playing at the top level that they can play. Now, it's a long season. They're 11 and 11. Number 19 in the power rankings, and they're kind of holding steady there. But, yo, Frank Vogel, you're going to have to try something. Anthony Davis, you're going to have to come on. Russell Westbrook. I don't know. I think Russell Westbrook is what he is. Eh. Hopefully. Hopefully he can do some things that's going to change and make them better. But, yo. I feel like if this team is the best that they can be, then, of course, they can win in the West. They can win the West because you still don't have Kawhi with the Clippers. Now, we'll see if he comes back. You still don't have Murray and now Michael Porter Jr. is gone for the season. So that takes those two teams out. I still don't think that Phoenix or the Warriors can beat that Lakers team if they're playing at their highest level. But we haven't seen their highest level. When is that going to show up? It might be too late by the time they show up. Hopefully they don't dig a hole that's too deep for them to get out of. But, eh, we'll see. I still believe in LeBron, but I don't know. I'm starting to have to, I have to question, is he the best player in the league anymore? I'm a LeBron guy. Like, I'm the first to say that. But I'm also a basketball fan. And I see that he's no longer indestructible. And you got freaking Kevin Durant being Kevin Durant. You got Giannis, who is just tearing the league up right now. Those guys, I mean, of course, Steph Curry is doing what he's doing. Jokic and Embiid are doing what they're doing. So there has to be a discussion now, at least for me. I've gotten to that place where I can't just say, Oh, LeBron's best player in the league, hands down. Get out of my face. I can't say that anymore. I can't. Who's the best player in the league? (sighs) I don't want to see Giannis. He presents such a matchup problem. Now, 
Can Kevin Durant do more than what Giannis can do as far as being able to handle the ball, being able to score, being able to shoot from wherever? Yes, that's obvious. But how Giannis plays, it is very, very difficult to defend. So, there we are. Nuggets are done. They're 9-10. They're number 20 in the power rankings. Goodbye, Nuggets. Sorry. Don't care about the Pacers. The Raptors, I do not care about as well. I already talked about Scotty Barnes. I, I hope that that team starts to trade Van Vliet, get him out of there. Trade Siakam, get him out of there. And get young pieces and kind of build around Scotty Barnes and give him like that space to grow. But I don't think Toronto's going to do that. They're not that kind of organization. They don't just go bottom out. So, eh, 22 in the power rankings, 9 and 12. Mm. Their defense is 25th in defensive rating. That's interesting. I thought their offense would be worse and their defense would be good, but they're ninth in the offensive rating. So, that's interesting. Memphis, they have Ja. He is amazing. He will be an MVP candidate, but 10 and 10, I don't think that team is good enough defensively. I don't think they have enough talent. And, uh, yeah, Memphis Grizzlies sitting at number 23. Number 24, Sacramento Kings, they suck. Trade everybody, get rid of them. Uh, Keep Davion. I think they need to get rid of Fox, get rid of Bagley, see if you can start something over. I don't know. That's pretty much where they are. Number 25, Oklahoma City. They always play hard, but they just don't have enough talent. All of those young guys, I mean, what are you going to do with them? Are any of them really good? I don't know. We know about Shea. Shea's awesome. Shea will be a menace forever. But those other guys like Poku, I talked about this already in my preview. Are those guys good? I don't know. How long can you stink? How long can you be terrible? Before the team just kind of goes, eh, eh, I don't know, right? Are we just used to losing, right? We saw that with the 76ers, too, when they were doing the process. And eventually, you got to just go get guys that are good, that can win. So they are basically the farm system, like a baseball team. But they're always going to play hard. Their defensive rating is 14th. I think that's better than actually who they have on the court. But they can't score. Their offense is last in the league. It's terrible. San Antonio Spurs, 5-13. and 13. That's what I expected. Bye-bye Spurs are not the same Spurs. Nobody cares. Zion, woo, man, foot is still messed up. There's a report that came out that he was having some soreness, some pain in that foot still. Eh, I don't know. They're going to stink. They still have Brandon Ingram, who I really, really like. Zion is going to freaking shoot at a very, very high clip as far as field goal percentage always. But at this point, you have to just question his health. When is he going to be really healthy? And when is he going to stay healthy? I don't know. They're number 27 in the power rankings. Don't care about the, the Pelicans. Bye-bye. Pistons, 4-16. and 16. So... They are not very good. They're not very good, but that was expected. Uh, A lot of their guys are really young. Like I said, Cade is still figuring it out. I thought that they would be a little bit better. 
they were on uh, pace. They're on pace to win 20 games. They were projected to win 23. So still a few games um, off of what they should be. But K came in with injury earlier in the season with his ankle. But I think they'll be fine. Nobody's expecting the Pistons to be a play-in team. So they're number 28. And, uh, yeah, most of y'all don't care about the Pistons, but I do. So there we are. Number 29, the Houston Rockets. Absolutely dreadful. But that was expected as well. Talked about Jalen Green. He's the future. Kevin Porter Jr., the future. I hope they move Christian Wood. Maybe trade him to, like, a Portland. They need him. Uh, plenty of teams could use a Christian Wood, but this team is just, they're not good. They're really young, and they'll be fine. I like their young pieces. Last but not least, the Orlando Magic. They're not good. I don't know where their future is going. I mean, they got Jalen Green and Cole Anthony. Is that a backcourt that you can build around for the future? I'm not sure. But they're number 29th in defense and they're number 27th in defense and offensive rating. And they're 4 and 17. So I expected them to be bad. They are bad. But they're winning a little bit more than expected. So I got a couple of teams that are doing better than they were projected to do. Because I did my preview. And these teams are kind of outperforming those numbers a little bit here. So the Suns projected to win 50 games. They're on the pace for 56. Obviously, it's been chronicled how great they are right now. Timberwolves were projected to win 35 games. Now they're on pace to win 41. Timberwolves are finding a little bit of something here. I hope it's not garbage. I hope it's not BS, smoke and mirrors, you know. But we'll see. I want to see Cat go somewhere else. If they can't get it together, maybe the Warriors put him with his skill next to a Draymond. I mean, you dump Wiseman and uh, I don't know, whoever else, Kit Kat, he'd be great next to those guys because he's not a one. He's really a high level two. Raptors outperforming what I thought they would. They were projected to win 34 games. Now they're at 41. Their 41 is eh. A little ambitious. I don't know. But they're outperforming. Cavs, thought they were going to be dreadful. I like the Cavs. I like what they have. Um, Kevin Love is still around, still playing. Interesting. I thought they would move him a long time ago, but they didn't. They went and got Larry Marketing as well. They got young guys, but injuries right now are killing them. Talked about OKC as well. And I just talked about Orlando. Now, these teams are worse than people thought that they would be. Obviously, the Lakers have some issues that they need to sort out, get healthy, get all those guys playing. The Knicks, I never liked their team. R.J. Barrett, um, Julius Randle. They went and got Kemba, who is pretty much done. I talked about that in my preview already. Kemba's been done since last year. That's why Charlotte let him go to Boston. His knees have given out. Everybody loves Kemba Walker. He was a great player, but, you know, everybody has their time. Clippers. I thought this would be a kind of uh, skip year for them. Like, just play some young guys. Uh, play Keon Johnson. Uh, play uh, Amir Coffey. Play Trey Mann. Let those guys hoop. Or Terrence Mann, rather. 
Um, they are not performing as they were projected. They were projected to win 49 games. They're on pace for 45 when I started to, when I made this. And, of course, New Orleans, uh, they are a disappointment, mostly because Zion is injured. So, get Zion back. You'll be a better team. And uh, we'll see. So, that is my, you know, my sports update where we really just talk a lot of NBA. I uh, can't wait for the NCAA playoffs to start. Uh, NCAA basketball is in full swing. NFL playoffs are right around the corner. And Rodgers get it together. Um, probably the MVP. My Detroit Lions are terrible. They stink, and I know that. I don't need my kids to point it out to me every time I come to school. Uh, Tom Brady is doing Tom Brady things. I thought Stafford would be a little bit better in, in I was, was going to say St. Louis, but at the Rams. Um, Jalen Hurts, not a franchise quarterback. He's not really a thrower of the football, even though those guys are winning games. Dallas is Dallas. They're mediocre and nobody cares. Um, Joe Burrow is legit. He is good. Houston is a disaster. They're going to trade Deshaun Watson um, to Miami, who have Tua, who everybody was like, this guy is going to be the number one pick. Injured his hip, terrible ankle injury. And now guess what? They're looking to move on from him. I love Carson Wentz with the Colts. He is good. He is always good, but he just kind of went through, uh, you know how like in baseball, if you have hitters and they go through cold spells, Carson Wentz kind of went through a cold spell in Philly, didn't want to be there, has some issues. Now he's in in, uh, Indianapolis and they are playing well. Sneaky team, they're great. Um, Cam Newton is washed. He's been washed. I've never been a Cam Newton fan because... The dude never was accurate in the MVP season. He ran for 10 touchdowns. Of course, he threw like 20-something touchdowns too, but never been a big Cam fan. So he's washed. He's done. Too bad for Cam. Still want to see Trey Lance, but it looks like Mac Jones would have been a better fit as of now. But he's playing with Bill Belichick, the greatest, uh, the greatest coach of all time. So he's obviously going to look better there. Russell Wilson and the Seahawks look terrible. They need to get rid of him. And the team that they could have got rid of him to, the Chicago Bears, may have their quarterback in Justin Fields already. But that team needs to fire their coach and they need to fire their GM. They've had enough time and the team is not good. Arizona with Kyler Murray, I was like, man, this guy's really small. And that is catching up to him with all of the injuries that he is experiencing right now. And I think that is my uh, NFL little minute there. That was all off the top of my head. But I watch NFL. I just haven't really been able to get it on the podcast. So I think we're done here. That was really a rapid fire. Here we go. This is Sports Right Now podcast. Thank you. Thank you for listening.
Thank you for watching. Rate and review. If you're listening to this on Apple, rate, review. It really helps. If you're listening to this on Spotify or Google, go ahead and follow. Subscribe. If you're watching this on YouTube, subscribe. Like. Throw me a little comment down there. I reply back. All of those things are going to help the channel grow and make this what it should be. I threw a lot of numbers off this episode. But you know what? Hey, like flu game. I got to deliver something great for y'all. So, this is The Living Numbers Podcast. I am your host, Tony Rambles. And I will see you all in the next one.